Welcome to Porsche Pattern with Bracken Helms, the show where we hear Bracken and his distinguished guests from the Porsche community patter on about Porsches and all things automotive. Porsche Patter is sponsored by Circuit 64. Circuit 64 creates authentic automotive apparel made for like-minded automotive enthusiasts. The links for Circuit 64 are in the show notes. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, here's another episode of Bill Pat blabbering. In this one, he blabbers about an incident he had with his 968 Cabriolet. Then later on, there's kind of a discrepancy or an argument we have about the way he told the story of top speed in his 930. I just barely went and did some research on the top speed of a, of a 930. And granted, I only did like five or 10 minutes of research. It seems a little ridiculous that there's so much fighting still going on about the top speed of a 930. I mean, that car's been around for a while. Granted, again, I only did five or 10 minutes worth of research, probably more like five. But um, there's not just a definitive answer. I mean, there's got to be if I did a little bit more research. But people, you got guys on there that are like, I mean, I went into the forums and then, you know, magazines obviously have tested over the years. But you got one guy in the forum that's like, oh, it'll go 200 if you just let it go. But oh, boy, buddy. (laughs) Then, you know, there's other people. The speedometer's right. It's right at 160. And if you look at Porsche's notes, it's one right, right at 160. But I think the discrepancy happened where his version of top speed and my version of top speed were different. And so maybe when he was telling the story, he wasn't giving specific numbers. He was just saying, I was close to the top speed and I got nervous and started backing out. And if I'm thinking at the time that he told me the top speed and I'm thinking specific numbers, then that's where it goes off because his number is different than my number. And if he just said top speed, then there's the problem. I mean, there's also other things to take into account. This was when they were thinking about canceling. So, yeah, they'd moved on to the 3-3. And then there's other things to consider, like, you know, some of the people that were on the Internet. Some of these cars are European cars, which are less restricted and have more power. But you can see that I'm on him. I mean, I'm not sitting there thinking, oh, well, the crazier story he tells, the better my podcast will be. No, my goal is to catch him in his lies. Because to me... Even though people say, oh, most of the things he said or the things he says are crazy, but they're true. I'm still thinking he's just loves to exaggerate. He just seems like the, I mean, I've known him for years, so it's not like I don't know who he is, but he just seems like he likes to exaggerate. And it's just my goal to catch him in them, catch him in those exaggerations or those little fibs. So I'm not trying to let him slide out of these. Anyway, so here's some more blabber from Bill Patton. Do you want to tell the story about your convertible 968 and your (laughs) girlfriend? What about her? So was this story a lie? Because just what I I said should bring a pretty big bell in your head. I don't know. What is it? She was driving down the freeway and the... And the top flew off. Okay, that story. She was my wife. Did you end up replacing it and okay, that, making that, money okay, or somehow? Not only did I make money, but I, well, let me just tell you the story. So I bought this white Cabrio, 968 Cabrio, with a red interior. Fucking cool car. And it came from Florida. And it was delivered to her house in Santa Fe, New Mexico, because I needed a car there. 
So instead of driving one of my own and flying home, I had this new car that I bought shipped to her house. Right. So I've never seen it before. Not live. I've seen photographs. And so she calls me and says, oh, the car's here and it's the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen, blah, 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 and I can't wait for you to be there. So she decides she's going to drive it to the airport to pick me up. And she, do you know about the this, the roofs on 968s and how weird they are? That has the two clamping mechanisms. And you have Isn't to that similar to an old 911? Probably not. Because I know you locked, but I think that's in the center. It's probably not like an old 911. Anyway, it's got the two clamps. Okay. And so she's undone the clamps. Somehow can't figure out how to get the top down. So she redoes the clamps. But she did it wrong. And she left a gap that she wasn't aware of. And the clamps were undone. But the mechanism that mechanically electronically makes the top go back, she wasn't able to figure that out. So she's bopping on down the freeway. Then I laugh about this because she says she was lifted off the ground, and I can't imagine that, but the top blew up. It, the air caught underneath, and it, it billowed the top open, and it lifted her, according to her, like a parachute, and it dumped her from the second lane back into the first lane, almost off the freeway. And she pulled over and the tops all crunched in the back of the car and all the pot metal mechanisms are broken, you know, the arms and sleeves and everything. And some guy comes along and helps her stuff it all back in the back seat of the car. And she drives to the airport to pick me up. And so we're walking to the car and she says, I got to tell you what happened to your car on the way down. And I didn't believe her. Well, just like you don't believe it, I didn't believe her. And I got to the car, and there it was. The whole top was all crunched up in the back seat, and we drove home. So the following day, I called the insurance company, and they sent an adjuster that afternoon. Now, he, he didn't ask me how much I paid for the car or anything. And I'm trying to remember what I paid for that one. I think I paid... This is nuts. I think I paid five grand for it. No, 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 no. I paid 10 grand for it. So he gets there and he's got his blue book thing and he looks, he's, he's looking up the car. But instead of looking up the car, he looks up the cost to repair the top. So canvas, the mechanisms, the work, blah, blah, blah. And he says, uh, well, I'm going to give you a choice. I'm either going to total the car or I'm going to give you $7,000 to repair it. And I'm sitting there choking to death. He's going to give me $7,000 to repair this car because I already knew what it cost to put a new top on a car because I'd looked into it before, and it was like 4000 So I don't know where he's getting this information from, but I'm not going to question it. Well, he says, here it is, right here in the book. It costs X for the canvas part, X for the, and then the two motors and, and blah, blah, blah. So I said, I said, I, no, I, I can't do it for that. And he says, what do you mean you can't do it for that? And I said, because you, the car's totaled without a top. And anyway, so he, he bumps it up to 8000 
Now, this is on the telephone, by the way. So I was on the computer. Every single day, I would wake up, and the very first thing that would happen is my computer would send me every 968 for sale in the United States at that moment that was listed someplace, whether it was Craigslist or whether it was eBay or whatever. There's too many sources for that now, but back then there were only a half dozen sources and every one of them reported to me so that when I opened my computer, I saw 968s at every place in America. And so I would look at them all because there weren't that many. I mean, there were only 5,000 of them in the entire world, or excuse me, in the United States, total. And so I'm looking and I see a car I want. And the guy says to me, all right, I'll go 8,000. And I hit the button that said 8,000 on the car that was for sale. And I won. So the crux of the story is that I actually paid 4000 to have the, the top. Oh, and the other thing was they would let me buy, they would let me total it and we're going to sell me the salvage for $500, which is, I mean, the wheels were worth $500. Hell, the tires were worth $500 at a hundred and a quarter a piece. So he's agreed to send me $8,000 to repair the top. He's just bought me another car because I took his eight grand and I bid eight grand on this car that I wanted and boom, I won. So that's, that's that story. But a, a really weird thing happened later on. That did, did you ever see my speed yellow car? No. Mm -hmm. I had a speed yellow cabriolet. The same thing happened to me on Crow Canyon Road in Castor Valley right. a second time. And I got the same kind of a deal out of it. It was the same insurance company. And, but, but the situation was worse because that car really didn't want to have anything but original equipment on it. It was that perfect. And you, you couldn't put original equipment on it. Anyway, yeah, they, the insurance company bought me a car. And then you just paid to get the white one fixed? Mm -hmm. But it had a salvage title? Mm -hmm. But it had a salvage title? So it's now a salvage title? Yeah, but you know what? I, I, what do I care about a salvage title? And frankly, what do you care about a salvage title? I mean, a salvage title is what happened. The, the answer to a well, salvage. No, I don't like salvage titles, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like talking down about it. I'm just wondering how the story goes. Yeah, it had a salvage title, and I had people bitch about the salvage title, and I'd say, explain why. Explain why that's a nuisance. If you know what happened to the car, then what do you care? Because resells a real pain in the ass. No, it's not. Not if you understand what happened to the car. I mean, it's the it's the same story to the next guy that buys the car. You know this little black car I'm driving, the Fiat? Yeah. It's got a salvage title. What do I give a shit? Tomato, tomato. Like, <laughs> salvage titles are not worth as much, and it's like people aren't well, as excited to go buy them. them. If I, it's okay. not as easy as you think it is. Oh, I got a salvage title. I had one with a lemon lock on it, which was not a big deal, and it was a nightmare. It was my wife's car. If my 57 was Speedster was offered back to me with a salvage title, 
I'd take it in a minute. Well, I don't mind about a sub. It's t- like if, if it's a car you're just going to drive for a couple years and sell, then I have a problem. No, it what if you're going right. to keep it forever? If you're going to keep it forever, it doesn't then matter. Then you don't I mean, care at all. Well, I don't want to name names, but there's people I know that have sub. Okay, let me ask they you have nice cars. They're never going to sell How it. many Singer cars do you think had a salvage title and Singer just took it and redid the whole car and made it into a better car, but it has a salvage title? It doesn't have a salvage title anymore. It's not even a Porsche anymore. It's now a Singer, so it's a totally different ballgame. Exactly my point. <laughs> okay, moving on. Fastest you've ever went in a car? 165. Is this a story like out towards Utah or something? It was in Utah. Okay, I, I don't know if I told you that I passed seven Indy Pace Car Corvettes. Yeah, you told me all this. Now you're going to tell me now. I'm going to tell you again? Well, yeah. What do you think we're here for? Oh, okay. I got record pressed on this thing. I can't just bring it up and be like, yeah, there's a story. You guys aren't going to hear it, but there's a story. Okay, so Gene Gilpin and Tim Goodrich and I, and I think two other cars, were caravanning to the 78 parade in Aspen. And I had been tipped off by a family member of Portia that at the parade on the third day they were going to announce that the turbo would no longer be imported to the United States. You talk about insider information. So I went out and I bought a 78 turbo to drive to that parade with the purpose of selling it for a profit. The day after it was announced that no more turbos would be imported. So I paid twenty four grand for this car. I borrowed the money from Alameda Bank for 30 days interest only, which meant that I would never have a payment unless I didn't sell it in the 30 days. And I drove it to Aspen. Well, it was during that trip that this 165 happened. We came off of a mountain range in Utah, and as far as you could see to the next mountain range, it was 26 miles. Gene Gilpin was ahead of me in the 70, in the 83, oh, wait a minute. It couldn't have been 78 because he had that 83 car. What the hell year was it? All right, skip that part. And and we've got uh, CB radios. Hey, Gene, what mile post are you on? He tells me he's 22 miles ahead of me. And he's almost to the other mountain range, so I know it's about 26 miles. So I decided that that was the place for me to see how fast I could go. It was a two-lane straightest, a string, really nice paving, and I took off. And I passed the seven Indy Corvettes, and it was scary because, first of all, wind, because they interrupt the wind. Yeah. And And I only had one lane to drive in. Otherwise, I was kind of like dead centering on the white line because I could see everything coming coming against me and there was nothing. So I went around those Corvettes and just after I got around them, I got to 165. I was even afraid to look at the speedometer. But I saw 165 and I shut it down and got back down to about 110 and eventually caught Gene. Okay, well, that's not how the story went with me. Tell, tell me how. Okay, first of all, I don't think a 930 will go 
165. I think Absolutely. they go like 160, 161. Absolutely 165. What? Because the speedometer says it? You think the speedometer... Oh, well, uh, what other way of, do I have of measuring it? The speedometer may be... The speedometer only goes to 160. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it went over 200. <laughs> Why would it go all the way up to a 200? Because Every 930 I've ever seen goes to 160. Bullshit. We're going to look that up. Anyway, so the story you told me was you got up to... God, I can't remember what number you told me. Like 150-something, and you're just like... I just couldn't go any. Oh. No, it was 165. But you told me you didn't top it out. You told me you got up to a number and it started floating a little bit and you got scared and you literally could not put your foot down any further. No, 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 no. It was 165. That's not how you told me. I wish I had it on record right I now. Wish, I wish you did too because... Oh, I'm going to send it to was you. I, it, is it possible I was talking about some other situation? No. You were like, literally, you're telling the story. Literally, my foot could not go any further. I was paralyzed at that speed, and I just said, I can't go any further. I was paralyzed at 165 and shut it up, shut it down. I lifted it. No, you told me you didn't top it out. You got close and got scared. Nah. I don't know why I would have said that. I want to hear that. Oh, I've got it recorded. Okay. So what else did you catch me at? <laughs> and then don't you remember, because I said... Um, the Subaru dealership, Nate Wade, had one of those Indy cars, so I bet that's where that was going because they had they had two at one point. I think they still have one on the showroom. It's weird for a Subaru yeah, dealership. Yeah, the black, well, black I, and gray. I have, I owned one. I bought one. Lucky you. I know, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Have I ever told you that story? I bought it with Denny Kaler's paddle. See, I even have it written down in my notes. Fastest driven, parentheses, 930 red, Corvette Indy No, it wasn't red. It was yellow. Okay. I don't know why I even put red. That's because you fucked up the whole thing. That's why. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, comment, like, and share with your friends. Feel free to send questions or suggestions to the email in the description of the show. Special thanks to our sponsor, Circuit 64. Goodbye for now. We hope we can get together again for our next episode. Now get out there and enjoy the cars and the people.